Welcome to episode five of On The Drive. I'm Grace Wolbing and I'm here with my co-host Taylor Ferns and we are here with fan favorite sprint car racer Rico Abreu. I'm so excited for this conversation. It's bound to be fun. How about you, Taylor? Are you excited? Yeah. No, I'm excited. And obviously I grew up racing with Rico a little bit here and there. So excited to learn more about him. Yeah. So I want to jump into kind of just this current season. Obviously we talked a little a couple days ago about you going to Australia. So your sprint car season has been going a while. Yeah, it's uh, it's been full send. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much for having me on. These are always uh, an enjoyment to be a part of. So. Um, sprint car racing has never really slowed down since World Finals. Uh, you know, taking a few weeks off and then going straight to Australia and running 10 races and coming home for a week and then straight to Florida. So uh, it's been full bore, but I love racing. So it, it makes it all worth it. And the people involved in racing and my race team has been doing an amazing job. Just putting solid races together has really been our big focus. And, uh, you know, we got an exciting season coming up. So everything's been fun. Yeah, so you talk about like being in the seat basically nonstop. How much, obviously seat time is so valuable. Um, do you think that helped you a lot going into Volusia more so maybe to compared to the other teams or other guys? I think it's it's definitely a little bit of an advantage just um, having some general seat time. Um, you know, all those in Australia on a little bit different tire, but just being in the car and experiencing racing against other drivers um, that I've never raced against in Australia and, and then bringing that here. And, and I think it, it might just get you up to speed for a little bit quicker, but um, you know, all these drivers we're competing against down here in Florida, they're the best in the world. So, um, you know, it shows when you have high limit guys on the podium at World of Outlaw races. And I know if World of Outlaw guys come to high limit races, they'll be just as competitive. So, uh, you know, I think it's, if anything, it's just a, it keeps everything fresh. Um, me fresh as a race car driver. And uh, a few of my crew members went with me to Australia. So able to uh, to keep them up to speed on yeah. tires and just uh, set up stuff, bringing that here to the States. So I'm curious, you know, sprint car drivers, they talk about how, you know, grueling the season can be, how long it is. And then at the end of the season, they all go to Australia and race more. So is it is it just to get that competitive advantage? Is it just because you guys love to do it and you can't help it? Or what is the draw of going to Australia? It's a mixture of, uh, you know, a, a little vacation and you throw some racing involved and you don't have to take it. I'm, I, I feel like I take racing so seriously. And, um, you know, when I go, you know, just I haven't been to Australia in about 10 years or so, but going to Australia, you more so look at it as um you know it's the intensity isn't as high because of um you know you're you're you want to go there and enjoy other things besides racing and we got to go to bali the beach and um yeah, you know awesome. and spend some time at the beaches and uh just more so look at it as a like a holiday and and you threw some and a race <laughs> became available but yeah, yeah. Racing just you know, vacation yeah racing exactly yeah. so coming back um you know, it was time to get ready for our season, and uh, this is what we invest our time in doing is uh, racing. So it's this is where it starts right here. Yeah. Taylor mentioned Volusia. You know, this last week that was kind of a tune-up for you guys, I guess, coming into the high limit season. Do you feel like it gave you a good idea of where you guys are at? You know, coming and starting your points championship chase. I think it was a, a little bit of an advantage. It was, we were able to get our the balance of our car pretty close. So. Um, it was exciting for me to have some good finishes at Volusia, very fast-paced racing, uh, racing against the World of Outlaws, and here High Limit will be just the same. So it's uh, you got to be on your game right away if you're going to go for a championship, and uh, you can't 
you can't put uh, anything behind you but focus on wins. And that's what this team uh, is all about, is winning races. Yeah. So, you know, you mentioned World of Outlaws high limit a little bit. Obviously, hot topic right now. And one thing that we wanted to bring up was um, you had made a really thoughtful post, in my personal opinion, on Facebook about all the stuff that was going on between High Limit versus World of Outlaws. Um, and basically what you had said, it's like for the betterment of sprint car racing. Would you just like want to elaborate on that a little bit? You know, I, I feel like that stuff becomes very impactful and you have to look at it as an opportunity for everybody, no matter if it's Chase Rodman on the announcing, you know, a pit official, um, you know, a pit reporter, uh, some, you know, with Mike Hess and, um, oh, I forget his name. Um, you know, he, they came from the World of Outlaw group, but it, it's just a new opportunity for someone to, to follow their passion. So I think it's, um, you know, I, I just, I just want to make those things very positive and people to have a positive outlook on change like this and yeah. how important it is for certain people. It can go a long ways and, uh, you know, and just being able to uh, to just have a, a better opportunity somewhere else. Yeah, and we had talked about that in the car. It's like, you know, whenever there is some form of change, you know, and mostly for the positive, right? People, there's always kind of some form of pushback. And so, you know, with some a lot of the animosity and, you know, you made your post and I was like, I read it all the way through and I was like, wow, like, you know, that was really well thought out. and. Um, so I think that really made an impact also to kind of like maybe the haters per se. It's just important for people to see that and um, you know that there people that hate online I just feel like there's there's something there that maybe they're not seeing through on things and, and for me I just look at everything as a positive aspect and what this is bringing to the sport of sprint car racing and you got Brad and Kyle that came up with a plan and now they're pursuing it and it's you know, Brad and Kyle's dream to possibly own a series and now have a series and have Flo invested in that series. And, um, you know, it's it's going to go a long ways and I want to make sure I support it. Well, you've kind of had fun with it from the very beginning, like over the off season, you kind of teased people like, oh, no, I'm a true outlaw. And then you, you know, eventually came over to high limit, but you kind of made it a fun thing. You know, was that just to kind of keep it lighthearted or, you know, what kind of went into that decision? I think I'm just a racer at the end of the day. And I just want to, uh, you know, you, you create a little conspiracy in, in all of that and, and people get intrigued by it both ways. They look at it, if it's good or bad. And I think any attention to this, this sport is, is incredible intention, especially from trying to draw people from outside of racing. And that's been my biggest push is um, understanding different markets and how you get them to fall in love with race car, race cars. And, and, and it all comes down to the performance on track and good racing and selling a good product. And I think that's what High Limit is here to bring is uh, exciting stuff on the track and off the track and be very transparent. And we haven't seen that in a long time. So it's, uh, like I said, it's important for me to support that. Yeah, well, you know, Fans are a really big deal to you. Obviously, you have one of the biggest, I'd say, fan clubs in you know, sprint car racing. And this year, you know, High Limit, they're trying to do some new things with the fans. I know you don't get to do Fan Fest today because of the weather and stuff, but what are some of your thoughts on you know, what High Limit is trying to do for the fan experience? Um, I think it's good. I think it's really good. I think our, our sport is fan-driven. Um, I think it's very impactful for the drivers to uh, give fans the time. I think it's a big thing for the fans to have that experience of coming down in the pits and feeling like they're part of the race team with how close they can get to the cars. They could walk right into our trailers if they would like to. And uh, I think that goes a long ways that the experience level 
and it's all about a um, you know a good experience for the fan is what allows them to come back or tell their friends about short track racing or grassroots racing and um, you know that's what I thrive off on being better and wanting to perform on the racetrack because um, you know if I look at, have um, fan growth and that brings it to the series and um, you know I, I feel like I have really focused on on structure internally on people being acceptive of um, you know different race car drivers and um, people's different goals in, in racing and no matter if it's a crew chief or a tire guy wanting to be a crew chief or an pit reporter wanting to be an announcer um, you, you have to make sure you support all the different portions of it. So when it comes down to it making a decision as a driver of where you're going to run you know how do you evaluate pros and cons of you know being a true outlaw being world of outlaws driver being high limit driver how do you you know look at it across the board? I feel like all the high limit guys are still true outlaws because they have the ability to go race wherever they want. Um, so I still hold the, the true outlaw mold um, because I'll still go um, to any other race that's not conflicting with the high limit race. And and I think it's uh, I think that's quite optional for a, a driver to have that option to be able to do whatever. And, um, you know, that's quite appealing and as well as the, the incentives that high limit gives to the racers, um, you know, with they pay a little bit more, um, they have a little more to offer, and there's no, not as much control, which is a big thing. And, uh, you know, their point fund and tow money is, is, is quite appealing to me. So, um, you know, it's, it's a 60 race schedule and they still have weekends off. So I, 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 very, I very enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. So High, High Limit recently announced that they're gonna uh, move to eventually some form of a charter-based system. So for the fans at home that don't really understand that at all, could you maybe explain that a little bit? I mean, you're basically, um, you know, they're opening up for ownership to their series. And I think that that's why it's important for us to uh, to support it, um, you know, and, and if they have the, the opportunity to be sold to their TV package to a linear television, I think that's that takes sprint car racing to the next level. So um, that's never been offered in sprint car racing. and. Uh, it's be interesting. I think the first year is going to be very big for High Limit. It'll be very interesting to see year two and three, um, you know, and, and getting an actual charter and seeing where that takes it. And you ran, you know, for the shorter High Limit Championship last year, you know, with the kind of midweek series they were doing. What did you like about the way they did things last year that gives you, you know, hope for this year that it will kind of bring the same sort of excitement and competition as last year? Um, I like that they were able to come up with the funding to um, do midweek races. I like that they had great crowds at midweek races. And I like that they got their, over, their events over um, in a timely matter that we were able to get out of the racetracks early enough to go have a nice meal. <laughs> and you obviously got to win several high limit races, several World of Outlaws races last year, just a lot of success, you know. What kind of momentum do you feel like you have coming into this new season and, you know, chasing a championship this year? Yeah, it's great positivity. Um, you know, I, I reflect all that to my team, um, our partners, everybody associated with Rico Abra Racing, and I think that's really what has made it excel over the years. Um, everybody's involved in the, the in the belief of the vision that we all have to be one of the best teams a championship winning team you know ultimately my goals are to win the Knoxville Nationals and the Kings Royals and um, you know we're going to chase a championship a high limit championship in between those does anything change for you as a driver thinking about points racing or Not at all. <laughs>
<laughs> just all all about winning consistency win. yeah, yeah. <laughs> every driver's true motto i just want to win yeah that's the number one focus yeah so switching over to a little bit of a personal note you got married recently yeah. congratulations and your wife is really involved with your merchandising which obviously i personally look to you as like a leader in that regard um, and I can also empathize with how much that goes into it, you know, when you're worrying about your race car and your race team, but then also the merchandise and what also brings in an extra source of income. So how has she really helped you uh, by like handling that so you can focus on the race Yeah, cars? Megan does an amazing job. She's very passionate about it, um, you know, and I feel like these t-shirts or this merchandise really reflects on our personalities and you present that to the race fans. Um, you know, obviously Gus has come into our lives the last three years and has been a very special animal um, because of his loyalty to the race fans and his, um, he's super easy to be, or the fans are super presentable to him where um, he's not scared or skittish or anything. And I think that goes a long ways. And the merchandising side, it's just always important for us to present the fans with something new and something special from us where they feel like they're really getting something that's from us. Um, yeah. And I think that the more the the better I can do marketing that and Megan's role in making sure everything's perfect on that side and we have everything. Um, you know, we've worked with some incredible companies, KSP, KCP, and uh, or KSP and um, you know Casey Kane's company that does an amazing job. R and R, Bullet Impressions. Um, worked with some companies overseas that do uh, you know all the cool little trinket things. So we have yeah. options for. The younger generation coming through the sport um you know so it's not just a t-shirt or a sweatshirt yeah. with the croc charms and the lanyards and all the cool little trinket things yeah, yeah well it's definitely you guys are succeeding it's really authentic and i feel like true to you um and so yeah well not only on like the merchandise side but just you know to have megan and that emotional you know consistent support when you're this you know committed to sprint car racing which there's a lot of races a lot of time on the road i mean how important is that emotional support yeah it is um you know they become like the balance to uh it's where i can kind of separate myself from the team or um you know just get away for a second and uh you know we invest all of our time into this if it's the race team to the merchandising to traveling to the races um to staying in hotel rooms to um, you know, making sure everything's prepared for the, each event. It's important that we're all in it together. And I think if I can keep everybody's beliefs in it, then it's um, that's where it becomes really successful. Yeah. So you talk about traveling a lot, you know, like life on the road, life um, at the hotels and so on and so forth. So what do you do when you do have time to get away? Um, I, I, we, like the other day we went to the beach, we tried to hit some coffee shops, um, you know, we're coffee. really I, big into coffee, uh, you know, and then homemade coffee. And, um, you know, we did with this week, we got an Airbnb, so we're all together. Um, and we're going to, I think, bounce back and forth from here. We talked about next week going to the beach, um, you know, between Golden Isles. So just finding little things to do, uh, it's uh you know it's it, it becomes tough sometimes when you have back-to-back -back races and make you know the boys are preparing the race car for the next race yesterday they worked all day and then we traveled and watched the super bowl and uh you know so it's 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 you just got to manage it all in a timely fashion so in addition to being married another personal i don't know that you call it an accomplishment but i guess you just turned 32 right yeah so where do you feel like you're at in your career do you feel like all the success you're having do you feel like this is just the beginning I feel like we're we're just uh, scratching the surface. <laughs> well, that's good. That means there's a lot more to come. Yeah. 
is there anything specific as far as you know like high limit kind of coming into this like you said you just want to win you want to win knoxville nationals kings royale as far as high limit specifically are there any kind of small set goals that you have i mean i think as a team you know goal for us is focus on consistency like we had last year um you know and and just being right there at the end of the races uh you know i i I told my guys we'll we'll work towards you know winning a championship but it's it's important that we go through this whole season and experience what it's like to race for a championship and uh and i think if i can just focus on putting myself in position every race that's where you'll see a big difference and then kind of just to close it down you know talking about this team you know you guys were team of the year last year you know given the honor by the sprint car hall of fame and you know the poll what does that mean to you to you know be recognized and rewarded for the team's it's a massive accomplishment um just to really sit back and look at the success in the last two years with ricky coming a part of the team and mentoring zach and brady to the net get them to the next level and uh the mechanical side of things and uh they're just relentlessness of of just working and work ethic and um, wanting to be better every day and it really all gets put back on them and their success and uh, you know I just get the luxury to drive a fast race car. Yeah. What kind of impact has Ricky had on you you know him joining the team? Yeah massive I think he's really allowed me to slow things down and um, take loads off of me in certain areas at the track and being able to uh, not worry so much about the mechanical side of things where he kind of has taken over there and um, you know, in a in a, a, a massive way of greatness, and uh, just allowed me to focus on my driving and uh, mentored me to to be a better driver, like he did Donnie Schatz. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have one last thing. So you're racing um, the 360 car next week and some 360 races. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you have an adjustment when you go from the 360 to the 410 car and the differences there? And then do you have a preference between the two? Well, I I am a diehard 410 racer. Yeah. Um, a this wing sprint car. This, I was, th- I'm so the same th- way. 360s, um, you know, it's it's a different style of racing a little bit, but I think that um, it's good to go back and just get. Uh, I just like to race. So, and we're here in Florida. That's really the reason why we're um, staying to race 360s at East Bay. And um, you know, I feel like it's a different fan base that come watch too. So it's another market for us to be able to sell merchandise too and be um, you know put in front of an East Bay is this is it at the end of the year. So. Um, I want to get all the races in here um, because I, I know now that we'll never be back. Well, with that, it's time to get back to the Battle at the Bay, the High Limit season opener. We thank you so much, Rico, for spending some time with us at the track. We were very excited to have this thank conversation. You yeah, so, thank you. With that, that concludes Episode 5 of On the Drive.